Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. Mike is back. It's Friday, December 3rd. Mike is back. United beat who they're supposed to. Carrick drops the mic and a bunch of midweek, midweek fixture narrative. narrative. But first, Mike, you were part of a pitch invasion in Michigan. <laughs> and is there going to be a pitch invasion at Spurs this season for no. any reason? And you can pick any reason. I was going to say, I'll get back to that in a second. But yeah, I mean, I've been living in college football nonsense land for a few weeks. It was a lot of fun uh, for the uninitiated. Michigan beat Ohio State for the first time in literally 10 years. It would be as though Everton uh, won this derby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be. Um, but if Everton like won the FA Cup as a function of it, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, and then we stormed the fucking field. It was nuts. I have pictures at the 50-yard line. It was it was a once in a literal lifetime experience. They tor- they stormed the field in 2010, but it was uh, 2011, but it wasn't quite the same it was snowing they were talking shit coming in their coaches were like we're gonna hang 100 on them they didn't even hit 30 so Mm -hmm. it was awesome it was a lot of harbaugh should leave now this is it this he should just go he should he should win saturday and he'd be like i did it um that would be a twist of fate but to your question there could be um there could be a pitch invasion spurs uh it would not be for good reasons um (laughs) It would be something along the lines of we got Antonio Conte. Uh, we didn't buy anybody in January and we lost four and, games. And then Harry February. Kane on the last day of the deadline goes to Arsenal. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And then and then they lose a couple on the bounce and the entire South Stand is like, you know what? We're going to fucking riot now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happened before. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, that's the great thing about football is that weird, weird shit has happened. So let, I'm going to try and do a little bit of firmware change. We're going to talk about everything. But the first thing I want to do is go through the scores. Let's kick it off with Wednesday results. Watford, one. Chelsea, two. Chelsea were bad. Ziyech got this game done. And the less we talk about it, the better. Watford are actually pretty good under Ranieri. Wolves, zero. Burnley, zero. We had a we had a Triore sighting. I thought he was lost, but he came back. He, had, he was through on goal, and he missed. So he's definitely back. That's very, very Triore. This was back to dominant Wolves. Uh, Burnley are just like, yeah, we get draws. This is what we do. So good for Burnley. Uh, what else? I carry on. I had my scores and I lost them. 1-1 West Ham uh, and Brighton. Brighton are now falling into their drawing problem. They now have not won in eight. They've drawn six of those. So it's not a bad losing streak. Yeah, I was say, it's, it's not just a problem, though. Not a great losing streak. They're now in a negative goal differential. And West Ham are somehow hanging on to this fourth place slot. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Southampton 2 Leicester 2, Southampton were up 2-0. Che Adams was really good, but Madison pulled this one back. Leicester are still middling, and there's a lot of middling to go. Everton 1, New Liverpool 4, the best team in, in the world, the best team in Europe, the team with the best scoring strikers in the world. I'm looking at the leaders in XG. All I see is Mo Salah's face. He's number one in goals. He's number one in expected goals. He's number one in non-penalty expected goals. He's number one in assists. He's number one in expected assists. Mo Salah is the best player in the world, and yeah. they dominate Everton. Everton get a constant. You know what I bet goal. is going to happen to Mo Salah? He's going to finish higher than twenty third in the Ballon d'Or ranking this year when he this finishes is, first. This is the stupidest thing in the world. I'm fucking um, pissed about it. <laughs> uh, Aston Villa Back. one, Manchester City 
two. These are Wednesday results. City played a weird lineup. We've been injured. There's a lot of COVID going on. No one wants to say what's happening, but City get it done with Ake in defense. And whenever that happens, that's a good sign. Bernardo Silva is the best midfielder in the Premier League. Somehow, City has the best Premier League player, best midfielder in the world all the time, and it's never the same player. Maybe it's the team. I'm not sure, but that's what I'm going with. Killer goal from uh, a, a three-pass, cross-the-pitch goal. Incredible on the volley. So City it, was, cruised... it was like a saxophone solo, that, yeah, that entire build-up and shot. Oh, yeah. it was like careless yeah. whisper. Fantastic. And then... <laughs> <And> then... <laughs> And then uh, today, today we had your Tottenham Hotspur defeat our sad friends at Brentford, who seem to have lost a little bit of their juice. Um, uh, really didn't put up a fight. Uh, creaky, creaky, creaky. But Conte did say Skip was the best, has a chance to be the med- best midfielder in the Premier League. And in a throwback game, the final game of the day, Michael Carrick's mic drop. Manchester United three, Arsenal two. In a fun game that was enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, I think that Michael Carrick had something there. But, and we'll start there with our discussions. Manchester United 2, 3, Arsenal 2. There was a lot of games, but this game was fun. It had controversy. It had VAR. It had Ronaldo. It had Arsenal almost getting into the top four. It had it had peak Odegaard, right? Because you had him so good. At the equalizer, and he wasn't until yeah. he wasn't, right? I mean, it was a <laughs> it was a rash challenge that ended up giving United the winner late on. It, but it um, wasn't it wasn't that bad. It was like he slid into Fred's ankle no, and but didn't good. squeeze it. It's an it's an attacking midfielder making a challenge in the box. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna but, go poorly. But, but before that, time. the controversy was. Was De Gea yeah. fucking getting kicked by Fred on his own team, rolling around on the ground for so long that he didn't get up, and Smith well, Rowe just assumed, turns and fires. He just assumed that the the play would be dead. And the weird thing is, I, if you watch the replay of the right, yeah. like it's very, it all happens within about ten seconds, probably yeah. less than that. So. Less. One other thing I noticed from the behind the goal camera is that they had the zip line cam, and whoever headed it out. It yeah. misses the zip line cam by like a foot and a half. Yeah, those right? are little things that are fun. Yeah, and like <laughs> if that hits the camera, they they blow it dead, right? But it doesn't. It keeps going. It bounces around. And and who was it? Uh, was it Smith Rowe? Smith Rowe, yeah. Yeah, he he picks it up and he goes fuck it and just pops one. Uh, yeah, uh, just on target. A, on target. a goal that would have been saved if De Gea little, had, like, had been standing on one drill. leg and just been bouncing, right? Like, at the end and of he a just, drill in a training yeah, session. Yeah. He would have he would have saved it if he had just hobbled on one leg. Totally. Yeah. Yep. So, and then Ronaldo ties it up on a really good move by Rashford. Uh, you know, Ronaldo goes into the box. No, 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 no. That was the, the, the game oh, no, but Fernan- goal. Fernandez. Fernandez. But, well, let me be... But, so, Fred has three major plays in this game. It's actually kind of the story... It's like the Benjamin Button game for Fred because it goes good. from he was he was the problem in the beginning. He made the extra cute little pass in the box and Fernandez finished, yeah. which wasn't even a great finish. He just hit it hard. Yeah. Um, but it was all set up by Fred. Yeah. And then he draws the penalty at the end. Yes, that's um, right. So it's basically it's the story of Fred, right? And so we yeah. give him a lot of shit on this show. And I think he that was- he he deserves uh some praise today and probably only today, but nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always, th- I, I remember Fred 
from playing against him when he was at Shakhtar, and he was really good. So yeah. I don't really begrudge him being bad at United because he's bad. Mm-hmm. I think that he's one of these guys that with good coaching, he's going to be good. And right. I think the bigger piece about this game is that it was a a very offensive heavy game. United had 10 shots on goal on on, four, on 14 shots. Mm-hmm. Arsenal had eight shots on goal on 17 shots. And the difference is Ronaldo had four shots on target and scored one of his. Uh, Aubameyang had four shots on target and didn't score any of his. That dude difference, stinks. The difference between two strikers, one is actually in form and scores goals, Whoa, and one on. is a bum. Hold on. <laughs> I fucking hate Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, but okay. that's not fair, okay? <laughs> you Listen, he stinks. You can't put him and Ronaldo in the same sentence, ever, all right? Like, I don't care. Listen, I'm doing it. I did I don't it. care if Ronaldo is <laughs> blindfolded and tied to a three-legged midget. Like, you can't fucking compare them they are as apples and oranges as you get for playing in this game in this game you could because they both had four shots on target and they're supposed to be the main man of their team yeah but he just he's he's the most automatic big spot bad finisher i've ever seen <laughs> i think i've ever seen yeah yeah i mean this was a fun game this was a good game we'll go through it it's smith row on 13 like we said Fernandez puts United up just before the break on 44. Ronaldo on the Rashford move, which he goes into the box. Ronaldo's about, you know, I've come to appreciate him a little bit. I don't think I've ever really watched him on a regular basis. Classicos here and there. But he's about as money a finisher as there is. Like That's He's the got thing. all the shots. He's got all the yeah. finishes. And in this game, he seemed to be up for it. Either they were up for Carrick's slice game that they knew. They were up for the fact that Rangnick was in the stands. He was running and doing work in this yeah. game. He uh, looked right. he looked pretty knackered when he came off on like he was minutes. done. He, he literally thing, yeah, he, he ran down done. the tunnel. He's like, I'm out yeah. here. But the thing that I want to talk about about that second goal, because so I have Fernandez in fantasy and he was kind of the cutback option at the top of the yeah. box and he was wide open. Yeah. So I kept like I was looking at Rashford. I'm like, he's open. Go take him, take him. And he he threaded a ball through to Ronaldo and if you watch his finish, that is not an easy ball to strike. None of it is. But also place in the side netting. Like when he hit it, I was like, oh, that went wide. Holy shit, it went in. Like, no. That's the thing about Ronaldo. And 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 I mean, that's why you can't ever compare him to Aubameyang. But like, it's, <laughs> it's, he does shit where you're like, ah, no way. Oh, wow. Like, that's the literal, yeah, he, but that, but that's 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 literal thought process in continuing. Like, like, yeah. Oh no! Fucking! Oh my goodness! Like that's yeah. I mean, exactly you have it. that with Kane, right? You you have yeah, finishes. You are just like, oh wow! Yeah, like we had that with uh with with City had it with with um Aguero, whose career is now over. I don't think I really talked about it. He's over. He he had a this weird heart condition that's going around all of football, uh, all of Europe. Strangely, <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of waxy waxy. I don't know if this thing is perfect uh, stuff. Uh, so I don't, I, I don't buy for conspiracy theories or whatever. But uh, it's a little weird. Was uh, so, were, were were fans and or players dropping almost dead once a week two years ago? <laughs> I don't, I think don't so. recall. I don't yeah. recall. So that. that's weird. That's weird. Uh, so Cristiano and then Odegaard with a nice move gets his thing. I really love Martinelli. How he doesn't play all the time is laughable like yeah it's just like can we well, just have hurt. him he's i know he hurt. gets hurt and, and 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 i've i've shouted him out a few times like he's so fun waiting for him to come back 
when you put him and Smith Rowe in the same field, I don't like what Arsenal looks like. They yeah, are they look good. energetic and ready yeah. to kick your ass. Yeah. And, yeah. And, so, and I've been banging on them the whole year. But if Martinelli is a piece of that puzzle, as long as Aubameyang is, I'm not worried. But it's there's they're a legitimate ish threat. So to the, thing, the top to a European spot. So the thing that's happened now with Arsenal is they're getting into like Wenger realm where when they play someone above them, they just get smoked, smoked. And uh, when they, they're able to beat the lesser teams. So they're they're But I think the difference here is, and I've talked about it a million times, is they're still running the youngest team in the league out by a lot. Uh, and especially yeah. like Obama Young's 32. So he's bringing the average up. If Lacazette moves on and they just go and, and Obama Young leaves, they'll be really young. So mm-hmm. like I said at the beginning of the season, they were a top five finisher. But so is everyone. That top four spot is open for everyone. And we'll, call, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so I was just going through the, the shots there. And then we have, you know, just Arsenal have chances, but can't really get another big chance, I'd say, out of De Gea. And after they get the 3-2, the crowd comes in, you know, they really somewhat peter out and don't create another chance that you'd say, oh, Arsenal deserved a draw. They tried, they puffed, they puffed. They're not yeah. ready, it doesn't feel like, to be that team that gets the draw, right? Like, from right. your point about, like, Obama Yang being whatever, he's like a flat track happy, like, if things are fun, he's having fun. But when it gets tough... Oh, he, he wilts. He he doesn't seem to. He loses the fun in yeah. the game. Whereas yeah. Ronaldo's like, this is I'm, I'm. This is where I'm at. I want this. Yeah. So uh, I want that moment. I want that moment to shine. I want the time to be able to win the game and move on. And then uh, what seems to me, if I if we transition really quickly, is that seems to be where art where Liverpool is right now. They just want to destroy teams. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. It's it's almost like they're the bad guys from the Mighty Ducks. Like it's not worth winning if you don't win big. Like they just beat the shit out of teams now. Like, yeah, they're now um, they're they're now on like uh almost three goals a game. Yeah. <laughs> Which is and, and we were talking about it before we started recording the big story we I've been citing all year is that they're gonna I, I, I don't think anybody's in disagreement that they are the most talented team in the Premier League in the world. But the <laughs> big red light that they were going to get stuck at was was AFCON. Well, the world's taking its pants off again. So there's a very good chance that Mo Salah and Nabi Keita and Sadio Mane and a few others, I think, are going to stay home. And they're going yeah. to stay in Liverpool. And they're actually yeah. going to continue That'll make to a difference. Play. Now, to be it's fair, and we called difference. it... And to be fair, and we called this out at the beginning of the season, and one of the reasons I thought Liverpool would not win the league is... They're old relative to the rest of the team. Yeah. They're on six years up front. The average age of their starting lineup was something like 29, which is old in football. And Salah's 29. And so they're getting their last mileage, but it feels like a last roundup. And it feels like uh, Klopp has put in their heads. It's just like, we're not going out like we went last season. Like a bunch we're, of bitches. Right. We're not going out like that. <laughs> we're not. We're going to show that we're, we're a two-time champion with this group. That they that they deserve to be, um, they they do have a blip in them. They they the depth is not there. They can't lose Van Dyke ever. They can't lo- really lose Allison ever. They can't really lose Trent Alexander Arnold ever. I don't know how they keep the group together. They do have some flexibility in midfield, but it seems to me, and this is the really scary thing, is they've settled on a midfield now. They had problems with the Wijnaldum thing where they couldn't control games, but now they've settled in on 
Tiago Fabinho Henderson. And mm-hmm. that is just a, we've got a box to box defender, not a tackler runner guy in Fabinho. We've got a technician in Tiago and we've got an Englishness in Henderson, right? right? A heart and soul guy. So they've got the right mix. Exactly. Plus they have that depth. They have their other guys, Keita, you know, they're not, but they're when those guys have to play regularly, they're in trouble. But I think that this is the vision that they had when they got Tiago. I'm expecting he'll get hurt again because he just will. Uh, But I wonder if something like this happens where, they play Firmino and Jota and let Firmino play in the midfield. I could see him playing you could there. See that to spell to spell Thiago. I could I could yeah, definitely see yeah, that. especially down the road. So Liverpool just really smash Everton. But and Everton when you, uh, when you were talking about um, you know their their one last ride, it's it reminded me of like the last Fast and the Furious movie with before Paul <laughs> Walker died. They're like oh like. Fast Five or whatever the fuck it was. Like yeah. they got The Rock and they got Jason Statham and they got all these motherfuckers and they're all just at the peak of their careers. This is really it, right? Like, like I get the feeling that A, Salah is al- he, he's almost bored at this point. He's like, yeah, yeah, I did that shit again. Well, uh, he wants oh, that. He wants that half million dollar a week contract. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, exactly, right. And so I think the other thing to think about is as – we get further and further away from the pandemic, he said foolishly. Um, Real Madrid is going to bounce back, and Barca is probably not no. for a little I, while. I, I but, don't, I don't, but, I don't think, I don't think that that world exists anymore. I don't think the world of Real Madrid coming in for big money is in the next eighteen months. I think they're really hobbled. I think the Premier League is where the money is, and there's no. He can't go anywhere better. Liverpool is the best team in the world. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, I still think Real Madrid can figure it out. I think that they're – look, they're still getting all of the money in La Liga, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, hear, I hear you. I they're just don't think poor. it's there anymore. Yeah, and I, and I do want to sort of point out, right, like it's 14 games and Liverpool has 43 goals for, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking, so what are they going to be at at 19? 50 that they're averaging through almost two and a half goals a game. That's That's five more games. That's 10 at 55. They finish the season. Let's say let's do the projection game. What if they're at like 105 goals for the season? That's insane, right? That's like Salah will be on 30 some odd. He could easily break his own record. And I think one of the bigger things is just like, we're seeing the breakaway here, right? We've got Chelsea on plus 27, City on plus 21, Liverpool on plus 31. And then the only other plus team in the entire Premier League is West Ham at plus eight, who you could absolutely see finishing in negative at the end of the season. Oh, without question. My favorite thing, I said it on the last time I was on the show, which feels like 10 years ago now, um, <laughs> is that they are they're so obsessed with Tottenham that they are going to spursy themselves out of the top four. And what do you know? <laughs> It's yeah. it's I we've we've said this till we we're blue in the face, but it's Chelsea, City, and United, uh, and Liverpool, and that gap has closed with Chelsea. Um, and then go. it's West yeah, Ham, Arsenal, Spurs, United, Wolves count. Wolves are in that race. They got you know only what they should twelve they goals to be. scored, dude. They can't for score. fucking for the love of a striker. Please go buy one in January and put Traore on the wing and don't let him shoot. Just don't <laughs> let him shoot. Like he's so effective. And yet horrible. Yeah, I've never seen anything quite like it. So yeah, so I, I heard. I heard a stat. This was a crazy thing. I was listening to one of my podcasts. So the 
1971 Liverpool team won the league and scored only 43 goals all season. <laughs> That's how, like, when people talk about nostalgia, oh, well, how many games did they better. play back then? Did they play 38? 32. They didn't play at all. It they played 42, and they they maybe they finished in fifth with 43 goals. That's just to give you an idea of like, don't let anyone tell you nostalgia was better. Football back in the day was never better. It's yeah, better yeah. now, uh, especially oh, the top teams, now. right? Like, so so we've got that game. We've got. I I do want to give a word for Everton. Everton is in real trouble. They're really bad, and they're getting in that knives out mode where everyone starts doing the hey, it's not just the manager. It's the owner. It's the it's the director of football. It's a half a billion dollars in players over six years, and they still don't have a backup to Seamus Coleman, who's been there for twelve years. And like next say, thing you know, you're surprised? gonna see. Are we surprised that they're that bad? Uh, all right, for two reasons: a, they're bad. B, the 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 tide has risen around them. Right? We talk sure. about this all the time: how the league is better, the league is more competitive, and and when you when you don't, by the way, I've heard the "we're building a stadium" excuse. It is bullshit. Okay, <laughs> so I don't want to fucking hear a peep out of Everton about that. But if you are sitting there saying, "Oh, we're not, we're going to stand pat. We're going to be conservative with our signings or whatever. We're not going to really go after it." You're you're now losing on two fronts because uh-huh. you're not supplementing your team like you normally should, and everybody else is. Right, that used to just be the story about the top four. Now it's the top ten, mm-hmm. arguably top twelve. Yeah. So you're you're now you're talking about oh maybe I mean Everton historically never been relegated, of, never been relegated, but always sort of punching around the European spots. Has gotten to to, to the cha- uh, not Champions, the Europa League quite a bit. Yeah, now they're, it's they're like, that next group, right? But they're right, now slipping right. down a little bit. Yeah. But they have a billionaire. They've got all the pieces, right? They've got the billionaire mm-hmm. owner, but he's meddling. And for them, it's that Watford game where they were up 2-0 and gave up literally four goals in the final 10 minutes. Oh, God, that was seemed, backbreaking. Seemed to be a backbreaker. They've been injured. Rafa is not giving the fans what they want. He's been trying to sort of hang in there. The goal against Liverpool was their first goal they've scored in a month. They really have <laughs> slid. 4-1. They, and they got they, they got not they got annihilated. That game was not close. And historically, Liverpool doesn't you know they have dominated the derbies, but they don't win in in Everton. They usually draw. Yeah. So that's where and the knives are out for Benitez. They like this is this is like I don't do we have something of, of equal? It would be like if Harbaugh went to go coach Ohio State, right? You'd be like, "Fuck you, dude!" <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Or, or is it Woody Hayes back in the day? If Woody yeah. Hayes had well, gone, well, no, Bo Schembechler, literally Bo Schembechler, right. right? Like had gone and coached uh, Ohio State, or Woody Hayes went to no, go coach Michigan because Ball was with Woody at Ohio State, and then he went to Michigan, and then he exactly. beat the motherfucker in his first year in 1969. <laughs> I am chock full of Michigan shit. Right? Oh, you've gone, you've gone. I have, I have bought a number of orange bowl tickets. I'm going to drive to Miami if they're in it. Uh, um, and you know what, if not, then I'm going to sell them to Georgia fans. So I'm pretty psyched <laughs> about it either way. Uh, uh for me. Yeah. So, so the next game is we have to, we've got to cover the top boys. My team again, boring, boring. It's almost like we're not boring, boring Arsenal, but we're boring, boring city and that they play the same way and win the same no, way. That's not fair. I won't let you do that because, but, that, but it was an goal. amazing, it was an amazing yeah. performance. 
No, that but goal. It was a, dude, it was a gutty performance. It was tough. It's Villa because were good, you guys actually. just don't have have personalities because Pep is the personality. We've talked about that. Yeah. But I won't. And let the stadium you do that. doesn't have doesn't give you anything. No, it doesn't. You're right. No. But it didn't have to because weren't you guys on the road for this game? Yeah, but whole, uh, Villa Park was bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> was- and and that goal on the counter. I forget who has the ball in to Bernardo, but that entire sequence it's Mar- is... It's Mares to, to yes. Gabriel. Yes, on that's the wing. right. Mares hits Gabriel boom, down. Boom. Yeah, downfield. it's incredible. Yeah. Incredible that was, goal. That was legitimately pornographic. I watched that and took my incredible. pants off. It was fucking terrific. And the goal the goal by Diaz was really good too. Is uh, you know, I think Raheem Sterling is getting his mojo back, but maybe Matt Target is or, or, or the other one, Matty Cash, one of the Spice Boys... Uh, he's not, who's now a Polish spice boy. That was an amazing story. He went and changed his nationality. He's like, oh, I'll never play for England. I'm going to go play for Poland. Good so there's this English guy who now plays for Poland, but Raheem got the best of him. And it was a cutback that you'd normally see the guy be on the end of it, but it kept going as far as the right back, as far as the right defenseman came in yeah. and Diaz hooks a left footed shot into goal Oof. where it was really cool. Uh, so that was it was an easy win, but I will give Villa a lot of credit. They were good. They're better, much better under Gerard. Uh, our guy Leon Bailey out again. Hamstring went. Mm-hmm. He was tracking back. That disappeared. Uh, we did. We saw some good Buendia. We saw some bad Buendia. Uh, two occasions they weren't passing to each other. Like you can, you know how you're watching a game and you're like, he's open. Like if I yeah. can, you better. F- doesn't put the guy in, yeah, tries yeah. to trick around, do some shots. That was bad. And then it's one of these city games where all the players are injured. No De Bruyne, no Foden. Grealish does come on for some boo cheers. I think he wanted to, so they did that. But yeah. City had four academy guys on the bench. McAteer, uh, Palmer, uh, Lavoya, I don't know his name. And, you know, just like extra, and Scott Carson, like extra goalkeepers. I don't know what the yeah, fuck yeah, they were yeah, doing. Yeah. One of those weird games. But City roll on. It's one of those games that in the season you'll go, we needed that game. It was tough. Ederson made a couple saves. Uh, again, Ollie Watkins was really good. Uh, I would love if he was City striker, but I think he doesn't finish either. But I like his style. He's a runner, he's yeah. strong. I, I would take him. He would be the Wilford Boney of uh, of the current <laughs> of the current so, uh, era. When you were talking about Raheem, I want to go back to him for a second. Um, he's one of these guys who, after the Euros, started like shit. And and Kane was one of them, and Foden was one of them, and and well, he McGuire. he was in the doghouse with City at the end of last season as well. I know he was. I know, and I and the, the other thing is that. Kane was given the opportunity when he came back to play his way through it. Maguire could play his way through it. That doesn't work with Man City, right? It's no. like, no, no, fucking back of the – well, I was going to say back of the buses. I don't mean It's that. back of the bus. It's okay. It's back, okay. Yeah, back of the bench. It's literally you know, back like, of the bus, down. not for any reason. Right. Sit down, right? Like, <laughs> you, like you earn your earn your spot, and you're going to need a few injuries. He's too good. That's why, but you're going to – still, you're going to need a few injuries. You're going to need – three games in 10 days to be able to even get a shift. And he performed and I was happy to see that. Um, He's just, but it's one of those. I just, I think that it took him a while. These fucking guys, man, they, they run their balls into the ground for 11 months. They get two weeks off and they go, all right, go do it again. And they're just not physically or mentally prepared to start a new season. And and I think it took him a while to get his mojo back. What's that? The Qatar world cup is going to be awesome. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. 
I hope they. I hope the Qatar gets shaved, that cuts off, gets cut off of the uh, Arabian Peninsula, just like just like in that Bugs Bunny cartoon where he saws off Florida, uh, and, and, and they just they just go, and it's just like Bugs Bunny one dollar, and he gets pissed off and just fucking fills in the Grand Canyon. It's one yeah. of the great Bugs Bunny episodes ever. My favorite. That is that is up there along with um, the Gas House Gorillas. That's one of my. That's favorites. also very good. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we had we talked about Chelsea very quickly, but. The less said about this game, the better. You know, again, it's a depth thing. Again, it's it's Chelsea just hanging on outside of this crazy. They are uh, uh, getting lucky on goals for and getting lucky on goals against, which yeah. means like out of the group of the great teams, they're the worst of them. They're on mm-hmm. XG of 0.88, whereas City are on XG uh, per 90 of 0.44, and Liverpool are. 1.59 so they're yeah. just sorry city are 1.44 excuse me i don't want to say i don't want to give them a short drift but i just want to get to that game just to give you a sense of watford being really really good in this game they're attacking uh, they're, they're, i like what i've, I liked what I've seen if they go down they're gonna go down fighting yeah, right? absolutely like, i think ranieri has found a little something in this game um they had and i know it's something crazy yeah, Watford had 13 shots, six on target. <laughs> and uh Mendy yeah. made made five saves. So it was not a a shitty oh, they just hung in there. You know, they they were good for the money. They were value for money. Tom Cleverly with two shots, fucking resurrection uh there. So yeah, I mean they uh, um what's it called? Lukaku came on getting minutes slowly but surely, had another 20 minutes. Uh we'll see where we go. We have Raul came back again, only got a half of a game and then was taken out of the game again. Yeah. So that uh, Saul uh, one is not quite there, but Ziyech gets this team, bails them out, and Mason Mount, who's really secretly the player that makes Chelsea work because he's the one player that sort of runs and plays the 10. Usually you get these guys that play the 10 and they don't defend. I was going to say, he tracks back. Yeah, Right, he's a runner. He's got the... He's their Englishness. As I say, he's yes. Thank you for beating me to it. <laughs> uh, and we we keep on harping on that. Now you can you can get into depth about your Spurs game. Tell me about Spurs Brentford. Um, it was it was okay, right? Like Spurs were fine. Spurs were good. Um, I thought that uh, Region and Royal were actually quite good. Um, and it was it was fine like sunny uh no sunny scored the second one the first one was uh, off of a set piece they ended up calling it an own goal but it was a ben davies forced uh goal forced own goal right yeah so that's weird uh that's a collector's item and then after <laughs> that i saw the regular pass that was really good i mean it was, oh, again yeah. and it was it was a classic it was a Mourinho kane special you're right. And so Kane's starting to come alive, which is great. He's been dropping deep. He actually missed a huge chance. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, hey, listen, we talked about how Brentford needs to get their goaltender situation figured out. Fernandez was good in this game. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, he, he slides it to Reggion on the left. Uh, and, and I mean, he just taps it right into uh, Sonny's path. Who could have walked it in for the second one. But before that, I, I you guys in has da- a few were you guys shots? in danger at all in this game? No, no, there not was, at all. Seems that's to be a little period like... in middle of the second half. No, Tony with really. a shot that's blocked, Jansen off target, and then Tony saved. So they had six shots and they had the majority of possession, which means that Spurs were were resolute in in their shape, but 
they were letting them play. Yeah. And it was and Brentford was like, well, we don't really want to. And that, that runs counter to a lot of the things that we've heard and seen about them over the course of the first four months of the season. And I feel like, and I texted you this during the game, yeah. that I think They're Thomas Frank might have turned back into a pumpkin. <laughs> and I we think get excited. Made... The thing is with us is like we both get super excited for the new teams and the new managers yeah. and the things. We had it with Hassan Hoodle. We had it with Bielsa. Uh, Potter's slipping a little bit, you know, with 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 Brighton. We'll talk yeah, about that. Potter's in a old news at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, like, he's my old news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think I think that um, I just I, I've 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 waxed poetically about about uh, Brentford quite a bit on the show, and I just kind of fe- felt left let down by them. Yeah. I didn't start Hugo uh, Hugo Lloris in fantasy because I was like, no, no, we suck on defense, and they're going to come at us, and they'll probably score. They never yeah. look up for it, and yeah. um, I expected more. Look, Tony is Tony's starting to do the thing that Kane does where it early Kane, where he doesn't drop deep. He just kind of just is on the Island. And he's like, well, now what the fuck do I do? Um, <laughs> that has been, I've felt like Tony's looked like that at times. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the thing that I really want to ask the owners of Brentford, and we've covered this as well, Were they is spend? that, you know, well, are they going to spend? It's one thing, but you know, their philosophy going into the season, when they talked about how, Thomas Frank will be judged and how the team and players will be judged is not necessarily completely based on results. It's based on the quality and the way they play and a lot of the underlying advanced stats. There's not a stat in the world that could agree with Brentford today. Yeah. Um, they were, I think their, their expected goals was like 0.4 Spurs yeah. were uh, well above two. Yeah. That's uh, not good. Yeah. And so <laughs> if, and what they, what they said was the results won't matter as won't be, they'll matter. They won't be the most important thing as long as the underlying results are there. If they're getting bad breaks, if they should be winning games, we talked about it closer close to the beginning of the season. Well, December 3rd, here we are. And they're middling. They're probably safe, which is obviously the first goal. I, of any I, team. I, we, we, one of the things we'll talk about in a minute is just the, the, the compression of the table. I don't yes. know what I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And one or two good games. And by the way, that's going to happen in the next 20 minutes. Essentially, they're going to play four games, but <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, but, but so one or two good games and they're, they're perfectly mid table again. But again, it's the, the manner in which they're getting to these results, win or lose or draw, I suppose uh, it's, it's not attractive and it's not. Really yeah. They have, they, they have, they, two, they have, they have two losses where they beat their XG, the Chelsea game that we know about, that right. Norwich game killed them where they should have won. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they've got a couple of draws they should have won. Look, uh, the, the and Chelsea was like, yeah, that's really the it. The Chelsea I mean, game felt, uh, based on that criteria, the Chelsea game was a 3 nothing win, according yeah. to the owners. So, so they get a lot of favor. Uh, Thomas Frank and the gang get a lot of favor because of that. But that's six weeks ago? So right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the thing that's interesting, and we can probably chat about this now because we're kind of getting into the everyone else roundup, but it does lead into the table is tight. The table is open. The table has anything could happen, right? You've got from 16 to nine is four points. a game is four yeah. points. 
right? And then you've got Wolves, which we don't expect, but Man United to West Ham is three. I would even you, say, you, listen, Tottenham I, are I, in a top four fight that they can get. By the way, and I'm, I, I know how this is going to sound and whatever. Tottenham currently are sixth on 22 points. West Ham are fourth on 24 points. But Tottenham has a game in hand because it got snowed out last weekend, and it's against fucking Burnley. Uh, granted, it's in Burnley. Yeah. But, like, that's a that's a game you go up and win if you have top four ambitions. So if you call that a win, which, again, what an idiot I am, but if you call that a win, Spurs are currently in a Champions League spot. I mean, if you do the XG by, by 90, we're in, now 14 games in. The leader, the the record is like this: Liverpool on, like I said, plus one point five nine. Yeah. City, Chelsea, West Ham, but the drop between Chelsea and West Ham is a full point six goals, which is a lot. What's the difference between Chelsea and West Ham, and then West Ham and whoever's behind them? Is it is it nothing? Like 2X? It's a tenth. Yeah, and you and Tottenham are top are in the top. They're after che- after Crystal Palace and West Ham, so. You're not top four, but you're top six. And then Brentford's behind you. Southampton, Wolves, Brighton. Everyone is really close. There's really no... The terrible teams are the terrible teams. Uh, Norwich and Newcastle are the two worst by far. But then it's really a bunch of teams on like 0.1, 0.3. None of them are really bad. Weirdly, Arsenal are because they have these blowouts. They get destroyed. And then United are also really bad in the mm-hmm. XG table. And that's yeah. to be expected because they literally haven't been coached for three years. Exactly. And <laughs> I, and we've talked about this too, but it, it's devoid of context. It's devoid of, um, you know, the, the game, the game context essentially. Yeah. Right. So y- you take it with a grain of salt, but it is, it's a good indicator. It's a sanity check, right? Yeah. You're like, is, is what I'm watching? Does that really make sense? And then you go, yeah. all right. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Uh, I do and, think and Brentford so, and- is too high. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. They had some weird, but they had some weird games where they dominated and didn't win, right? Right. And then, and then there's other ones where it's like, um, Chelsea, uh, Tottenham have 13 goals for 17 against. The 17 against is more than you would have expected, and that makes sense because they give up stupid goals. And the (laughs) and the goals more than I would have expected, right? And well, but I mean, it's it because you're you're expected and your actual is usually doesn't vary that much, except at the high end, right? Where where you've got Chelsea on on 33 goals for, but an XG of 25, which is all those fucking defender goals, because yeah. no one expects, uh, you know, Reese James to shoot a fucking nuclear missile from a tight angle, and he's done mm-hmm. it four times. That's four right there, yeah. right? And then Liverpool are over the top because their finishing has been incredible, right? Yeah. But then you've got less goals than you should have scored. Your your negative your XG is off on both against and for. So yeah, that makes sense because Sonny and, and, and Harry have been And Harry's been, yeah, like Harry has been not scoring the goals you'd expect. No. Right? Right? So so it does make sense. And again, my boys in Brighton are about, they're under on both. Again, they're actually above well, on defense. Uh, United United is a complete black box in what we'll see in the next 20 games, right? There's no way they're games. this bad. There's no way they're exactly. this bad. Exactly. So, so... When I look at the table, I go West Ham. They're not for it, and and the more they go into, the more that they go into Europa League, the more it will cost them at some point. Yeah, Arsenal, they're getting they're getting extra goals is what's happening to them. Yeah, like they yeah. shouldn't be. Their defense is where it should be, but their their goal scoring is is extra, and yeah, I think that's Mikel Antonio 
getting lucky early. That's weird strikes that are going in, uh, you know, over the top, uh, whatever. It, uh, it feels unsustainable. Arsenal yeah. have bounced back, but again, like they'll be in the conversation. Those blowouts really show the get, quality of the they're team. They're going to get close. Yes, they're going to get close, and they're going to blow get blown out by every big team around them. And then they're going to drop points at Southampton or some shit like that. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not concerned about Arsenal. Well, I think the issue with them is is inconsistency, right? Young yeah. teams are going to be inconsistent. Mm-hmm. If if one of the strikers yeah, can fair. kick on, Look, you know, that's uh, all. That's it, it, you can blame it on on youth now, but historically that's also just called and then Arsenal, there's there's right? you know we haven't even talked about Leicester they played a 2-2 draw with just Southampton putrid. good comeback but just like what are you guys doing here's the thing that's happened and they don't want to talk about it Schmeichel is done he's yeah. minus four goals on expected goals saved so he's given up four more goals than you would have expected him to save that's and fair. that's usually that's a really bad sign that's, and that's the kind of, of things where least. you can save your season because brighton did this they got rid of matty ryan if you ditch your goalkeeper and he's at that far minus you can you can completely well, turn your season around yeah well because it's Casper goals Schmeichel's you can't gonna... Casper yeah, Schmeichel is going to die in Leicester. Like, he's not going Right. Anywhere. He's a legend. They can't get rid of him. But they need to, right? They actually need to. And it's what's hurting Villa. Last season, Martinez was superhuman, and we talked about him every week. And this season, he's bad. Yeah. Right? I don't know what happened. Maybe it was the trip, that weird trip. Maybe it's not enough Maybe it's, data yet. Maybe he's gone to Argentina and back four times in three months. Like, what the fuck are you – by the way, Christian Romero – out dead until fucking January fifteenth. That's fun. There's nine games between now and then, probably more. Yeah, like you, you would have needed fuck him. Me, but I, I do. You know, I know like Sanchez is a disaster, but when I see him play, I like him. He's, He's super so athletic. athletic. He's yeah. so athletic that yeah. you can't. You're like, holy shit, that's a defender moving like that. So and let then me he gets let the me, ball, let and you're like, let please me kick it away. Between West Ham one one, Southampton, Leicester two two. Norwich, Newcastle, 1-1. That probably needs some time. Burnley, 0-0. Leeds, Crystal Palace, 1-0. What game do you want to talk about are you interested in? Oh, my God. Or at least my thoughts. <laughs> uh, Southampton, Leicester, I guess, because I, I don't know. Those are all – that's a death march of <laughs> football right there. That's that. uh, no, I, West I, Ham, I, Brighton is it? Is it let's, let's hear about that. What do you so got? Because I didn't West, watch any of these. Thank yeah, God. Okay, so, so West Ham, Brighton was – Classic Brighton, a little bit of nothing. Uh, Suchek gets a goal in the first 10 minutes on a header. And Brighton, and of course, West Ham just are like, okay, we're good. We got our goal. Yeah, Let's yeah. go. Let's break us down. Uh, Brighton do try. They huff and they puff. And in the 89th minute, by the grace of fucking God in heaven, Neil Mopé on an overhead kick puts them into the draw. And they get a draw <laughs> that they probably didn't deserve. But this has sort of been Brighton's season this year. They can't score goals again. They're back in that same place where they got booed off the field against Leeds the week before on their nil-nil. And 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 Potter's like, you fucking booing me? You're in eighth in the Premier League. <laughs> You're fucking Brighton. If I walk out of this door, you guys are going down. Are you yeah, fucking you going kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> so that was really his attitude. It was probably a little bit too much, but... I felt it. I was like, good for uh, you. <laughs> who's the boxer? Not the boxer, the, the bowler, Pete Weber. Okay. 
do you know who like when he does like the he bowls the perfect game do you know yeah. who i am that's who <laughs> yeah. i like he does like the whole like yeah all, he's yeah, yelling all, at himself yeah all of a sudden like potter went like get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> are you people fucking kidding me you booing me at home uh i'm sure uh west ham will probably think they should have won they put 15 shots on target but you know uh my team my secret team was good terry glampty came in and made a difference as usual, that's what he does. He's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, but yeah, Neil Mope, of course, the striker who can't score goals, scores the goal, runs into the away end, and is just like, what? You can't hear me now? He does the ears. He's a great shit heel. If only he was better, he would be fucking awesome. That'd be great. He'd be, he'd, he'd <laughs> but, be like close to Balotelli if he was. Yeah, yeah. He's He's got that French dickhead thing really yeah. right down. He's the kind of guy who'll, try, he'll, he'll, he'll steal your girlfriend and then sodomize her. And and be like, what do you mean? It's, that's just what I do, right? It's my calling card. <laughs> and and she was like, I can't believe it. He, and and you never do that. And you're like, I guess my relationship's over now because <laughs> Neil Mope had to go fucking be an asshole uh, or be very into assholes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but that's what I think of him. He's that guy who really does that to people. And then he's like, what? What do you mean? That's just how everyone does it, right? Yeah, wait, 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 you don't do that? <laughs> exactly. Very what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, When's the last time? Have you yeah. tried it? Really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, he's using fucking uh, window wipes for, for to get everything cleaned up. Anyway, he doesn't care. <laughs> it doesn't burn. It's fine. Um, uh, so Newcastle Norwich... <laughs> Uh, Newcastle Norwich 1-1. That was a relegation six-pointer that Eddie Howe really needed to win that game. And um, Kieran, Kieran Clark fine. decides, oh, I'll just get sent off in the first 10 minutes. We're not in a relegation <laughs> fight. It'll be fine. Uh, Norwich, of course, even with 10 men for 80 minutes, only scored one goal. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they're bad. But Woeful. the thing that sucked for them was Newcastle were up a goal in the 70th minute. On a penalty, uh, Callum Wilson puts it home. And then uh, Pookie, who makes you think he's a good striker because once every three months he scores an incredible volley, scored his incredible volley for the mm-hmm. once every three months. Norwich get the draw. They're still, I think they're both going down. Uh, Newcastle, this whole like ephemeral Newcastle's going to do something in the window thing. When? Who? Who's yeah. doing the buying? What players? Uh, there apparently is a lot of background noise of like, the Amanda Staley is literally running the team and I don't think she knows what to do. Like she's good at hanging out with sheiks and stealing their money, but directors of football, football. right. right. Directors of football aren't, you know, making deals in Saudi Arabia. In fact, they don't do that. So they hire uh, people to do that. Right. Right. So I don't know if she knows who she's needs to know. Right. What, what would have been amazing if, is if she hired Ralph Rangnick, for new Newcastle, that actually would have been the right deal. So maybe if you, if United fuck this up, maybe they can get. Here's my thing: what really should happen is Eddie Howe should go to Everton and Rafa should come back to Newcastle. Oh, maybe they should swap managers, <laughs> like wife swap. Because that's, that's really what should have happened. Because that's really who needs what, right? Like so, Everton think... are really Everton are really dour and actually want Eddie Howe. And Benitez would be happy to go back to shitty fucking Newcastle to where he can be a hero and do everything. So it's not even a Mancini. It's it's like so far 
you have to have somebody who you are happy replacing because you yeah. have unlimited money, but yeah. who also is happy with like, yeah, I'll get replaced in a couple of years or, or sooner than that. If I go down, because like, I'm, I don't, Eddie Howe made sense because he needed to rebuild his reputation. Yeah. But right? if he goes down, that's bad. So here's the thing. This team is, has no wins. Anyhow, has not been coaching the team for 14 games. No. So I don't know, and maybe this is me putting a little pinch of rationale into this, and that's my fault. I apologize. No fun, but like, no fun for that. I, it's not fucking Eddie Howe's fault. You no, know, it's if, not Eddie's house fault. But if they finish the season winless, it's Eddie Howe's fault. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he gets two, three wins, it's like, I mean, he's oh, doing yeah. what I mean, he I, can I with don't, what he's I, got. Yeah. I, I, but the thing is, is that this team is bad, and you can't. Re- are they two wins away will Watford pull into that group will Burnley pull out we only this is what I'm saying this season we only know of two teams that are truly bad and it's Norwich and Newcastle yeah. the rest of them there's four teams on minus six and minus seven like the yeah. quality they're all equally shit but <laughs> we just taught them at minus four and they're in sixth place <laughs> Right, that's what I'm saying. Like the quality between uh, I'm serious, I'm not even being funny. Between fifth and seventeenth, are they really that different from each other? This is no. what I've been sort of driving at. Like there's weirdly parody in the Premier League. Because no, well, every one it, of these teams every one of these teams has a handful of players that you go, I fucking like that dude. Yeah. Right? Right? When even I look at fucking Newcastle, Burnley has one now. Cornet, but I still like me and Tarkovsky. Like I would well, be that's like, yeah. you just you you you're addicted to Englishness. Yeah, you have a you have a I have disease. An illness. But this, they're all they've all got. I mean, I guess Southampton is the one that probably has the least good players. Yeah, the or, or the, Leeds. Leeds is oh no, Leeds has Rafinha and Bamford. Yeah, and, no, exactly. And Southampton might be Burnley in disguise. <laughs> no, they're they have a good coach. They have a different coach at least who's well, willing to lose coach, nine nothing. He doesn't. And they have a James Ward Prowse, but yeah, they 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 have lost something along the road. Um, but we've been talking a lot about this week. We've got games on Saturday. We do. Let's run <laughs> so through. Things have gone nuts. The issue with the games on Saturday is and Sunday they're awful. I no, don't... the first one's good. West Ham Chelsea is about the only good game. It's at the London Stadium. It is a London Derby. Uh, that should be decent, but the rest of it is. Yeah. You know what? I I think Wolves is gonna do something. I, I was gonna say not... so. So the ones that I'm looking at, Wolves Liverpool is gonna be. I'm not gonna guarantee anything, but I think it's gonna be a watchable game. Unlike uh-huh. most of these, uh-huh. uh, I think uh, United versus Palace is gonna be low key very interesting. It'll be and Ragnick's then... first game. And then the, the last two games, or the last game on Sunday, and then the Monday night game, Villa versus Leicester is a who are you derby. Like, yeah. like what the fuck are either of these teams? And exactly the same thing for Everton and Arsenal. Arsenal is in the thick of this. That is a draw, if I ever heard of a draw. Rafa I mean. is going to do like, everything he can to get a draw yeah, in that game. Yeah, and because he needs to he needs to stem the tide immediately. I so, have I have one I have one good bet out of the group of go for it. ready the draw no Crystal Palace plus four ninety five <laughs> wow yeah wow. away okay. is tough but I think that Palace is actually better than United okay. right now not 
in general, but right now. The other one is Brentford, no Brentford away, plus 295 against oh. Leeds. Why is Leeds a favorite at minus 110? I don't understand that. That's a good one. Yeah, I like. I mean, I've lost money on them before. I'll do it again. <laughs> uh, and yeah. What yeah. other weird ones do I find out there? I'm, I'm uh, not looking at the betting. I, no, I, I, I I've got it in my but... hand. Okay. Another one that's interesting, West Ham plus 380 against Chelsea. See, that one feels like a draw to me. Yeah, the draws, or, the draws are almost the... always pretty good. It's plus 265. Yeah. No, but I mean, Chelsea will find a way to fucking win that stupid game. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's a halftime, full-time, I like that bet. Like, draw and then Chelsea. That'll probably be like plus like 400 or something. There's like only that. one crazy one with Watford is plus 1,200. I could be a crazy one. It's not It's not primarily related. Uh-huh. Aiden Hutchinson to win the Heisman Trophy. I bet on it in Michigan before I left. Yeah. By the way, this is a, this is a going. I put five. They had like a Black Friday special. I put five dollars on like they're like, oh, if the over under in this football game is like two and a half, just for like whatever. You win two hundred dollars in free bets. I went okay. So I did it on Friday and I put the house on Michigan. <laughs> so I did that. Won a couple hundred bucks and before I left, I put a a hundred on of that winnings on Aiden Hutchinson. To win the Heisman Trophy at fifteen to one, is he the and quarter? Is he the the quarterback at Michigan? No, he's the defensive end. Oh. He's a psycho. But the thing is that there's no good. There's actually no good um, uh, candidate this year. Mm-hmm. So he's mm-hmm. like he went like from the time I bet on him, he is skyrocketed. So if yeah. you hear Aiden Hutchinson wins the Heisman, you will see a you man will know dancing that, in his underpants. Oh, oh God, yeah. I we I will take a picture. Of me wearing something scandalous. I do. I, so, so for me, I, I'm definitely. I'm gonna do. I think I'll probably do a parlay of uh, maybe not a parlay, but Brentford away plus two ninety five and Palace away plus four ninety five against Jesus United. I, why is United just, getting that much respect? I don't you know. Do double chances, please. They don't. I my my bookie doesn't have them. Uh, it has draw no bet but not but that's i mean palace palace is really really good no i i said that's one of the games that i'm certainly looking forward to but uh yeah anyway mike it's been good it's been good to be back maybe we'll do this again sometime but till then (laughs) let's let's get the fuck out of here all right that was the squeaky bum time podcast with mike salerno and laurent fortines we are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network, trying to get to 50,000 downloads in the month. Wow. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple, please rate and review the show. It helps so much. We're going to have a big month. 